0: you're welcome to Mountain Springs Church podcast. A podcast that brings you life-giving teachings and sermons from our church leadership. We hope that as you listen you will be blessed and edified in your walk with Jesus Christ. And now stay tuned as we bring you the teaching for today. And then the second thing which is linked to what I just talked about which is inviting him into every space is learning to just Show up, you know. Oh, there are days that you wouldn't feel like showing up. And, you know, I always encourage our girls that they cannot live on the basis of how they feel. In fact, if it was based on how we feel, I'm sure many of us won't go to, to work in the morning because we don't feel like it, we'd rather sleep, right? Part of adulting is learning to. Recognize that you cannot leave according to your feelings, and I say the same thing for our walk with the Lord. We cannot leave according to our feelings when it comes to building intimacy with the Lord. You know, we need to be intentional about it and just show up, whether we're feeling like it or not, whether we're failing or we feel like our strength is gone. We just show up and, like, you know, God, today I have zero energy. I or I'm numb. I don't feel anything. And I'm coming to you not feeling anything. And that's okay. But keep that conversation going and show up however you are, wherever you are at. Right? Even if you just fell the minute before <laughs> you listened to this. Podcast or watch this video, you made a mistake and you knew you shouldn't have done it because you're a Christian. Like, what will people think? What will God think is he disappointed in me? Show up. Show up. You know, the Bible speaks of in Hebrews 4, um, I believe it's verse 9, and it says that we should run to the throne of grace. You know, first of all, oh, sorry, come to the throne of grace. I keep remembering the song Run to the Father. But the idea of coming to the throne of grace to, to find, sorry, coming to the throne to find grace and help, you know, in a time of weaknesses, you know, we might just take that and, like, and make it one of our many cliches that we've obtained from the Bible. Oh, go to the throne of grace, you know. But when we think about it, Adam and Eve did the opposite in the Garden of Eden, right? When they fell, they hid, they had God walking in the garden all right, but they didn't want to see Him. And I don't know about you, but for me, when I mess up, the last thing I want to do is to go to the Father. I'm not going to go sing the song, Run to the Father, you know, at that point in time. But Jesus died on the cross to ensure that we are righteous and we have access to God. We have peace with God. He is our father and we stand and fall in the family. We are members of his family. So we still have access to God. You know, even when we make mistakes, we can stand up and dust ourselves off or we can run to him and like, I'm hurt or I hurt myself. Please help me, you know? And I'm saying this today to encourage someone. You may have missed it and missed it real bad, you know, and you feel so bad and you're letting that sin separate you from God and prevent you from going into his presence. You know, do the opposite of what you are feeling because, hey, you're a member of God's household. You are a child of God. He bought you with the precious blood of Jesus. And so you belong to him, you are his, you are his. So get yourself up, stand up and show up, just as you are, rags and all, like the prodigal son, stand up and go face your father. And what you will find on his face will not be disgust. It will be unyielding love. So I encourage you, if that is you, show up. Whether you're feeling great, you're not feeling great, keep the communication channels with the Lord going. Another thing is find your rhythm, right? We are creatures of habits. And yes, we've talked about, you know, showing up. We've talked about inviting the Lord into every space. Now you have to establish patterns of doing that. How do you show up? When do you show up? You know, how do you invite the Lord into every space? When do you do it? Now, going back to the whole idea of our quiet time and private devotions that that is maybe an hour or two or three long, I mean, depending on the individual or five minutes long, you know, whatever it is that works for you, Find that time and place that works for you to build that connection with the Lord. You know, some people are early morning people and they are up at five or four o'clock and every blessed day of their lives have that time with God and they connect with the Lord at that time. Or some others are nine hours and it's right before bed for them. They just spend that time and decompress, you know, Now, just a word of advice for someone hearing this. You probably have people around you who do their devotions in the morning. In fact, most people I know have their quiet times in the morning more than in the evening. But if you're a night owl, do not try to be like that person that wakes up at 4 or 5 a.m. naturally and is fine with them, except... God is telling you to do that. And when he tells you to do that, he's going to give you the grace for it. But otherwise align, align with your natural bends, your natural circadian rhythm, right? Find a time that works for you. And if you feel like oh, assigning this specific time is going to put a weight on you and lead you to condemnation, Right, when you don't meet up with it. And so it's going to be difficult for you to practice. Find what works. I'm sure that there is a time or there are times in the day that work for you. Now, I'm one of those interesting people who keep the conversation with the Lord going all day and every day. You know, I am always having these conversations with the Lord. I may be watching a show and i'm having a running conversation in the back of my head and then there are times where i need to go focus and pray on something and then i just take time away from what i'm doing and spend focused time praying and listening you know to the lord so i am more of a pray-as-you-go type of person, and I pray every day. I'm talking to the Lord, you know? Um, and, and for me, because I'm so intent on relationship, it is it is having a conversation with a person who lives in me forever. So I get to know his presence, and there are times I'm, I may be doing something completely unrelated, and I feel his presence, you know, and I feel like my heart is being drawn towards... Hey, go spend time, um, some time praying, go spend some time worshiping, you know, and I just drop things, um, when I can and just go do that. Right. So find what works for you. Find what works for you. When I hear people then say, Oh, they are early morning people that wake up so early to do their devotions. I don't feel envious or jealous because I have found my personal reading that I Hold on to and adhere to year in, year out, that works for me. So find your rhythm and keep it for life because that is how you're going to grow that relationship with Jesus. Any relationship spells the word time and commitment. So you need to make time for that relationship and commit to it, and you will see growth. Right? And then similarly, Walk with the Lord. You know, um, Fido read this scripture from Matthew 28, verse 30. Um, f- sorry, from Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30, rather. It says, are you tired, worn out burnt, out, burnt out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. Wow. Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Wow. I don't know what that sounds like to you, but what I'm reading here looks like apprenticeship, doesn't it? Well, it is learning at the feet of a master. Says, learn the unforced readings of grace. I wouldn't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Well, can we just stop there and revisit that conversation again about rhythms, you know? He wouldn't lay anything ill-fitting on you. So you can find your own rhythm in how you show up before the Lord and do life with him, you know? says, keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely. And lightly. Wow, this is so beautiful. Some of the keywords there in that verse, and that was from the message translation, by the way, says: "Come to me, get away with me, take a rest, walk with me, work with me, keep company with me, and you'll live freely and lightly." So we can take a moment right there. No matter how long you've been a Christian for and walking with the Lord, are you living freely and lightly? And I feel like there's degrees, right? I mean, there are times that we take on things that we should be handing over to the Lord and, and life's pressures weigh on us. But we can live increasingly freely and lightly that is god's desire for us as we walk with him so if you've been a christian for decades and you can't feel or see his freedom in your life or see yourself growing in that freedom this is a beautiful opportunity for you to reassess how you've been doing what you've been doing as a christian you know and ensure that you are not neglecting this aspect of building intimacy, of of getting to know him, of w- learning to walk with him and working with him and watching how he does it. Like just sitting there at his feet and, and just gazing into those lovely eyes of his, you know, and, and learning to listen to the Lord and learning we make mistakes and, and then we get up again and we hear him, we we just keep working with him, you know, and doing life with him. And in my mind, that's just walking with Jesus. So like I said before, there is a temptation to rather than walk towards him, to run away from him when we make mistakes. But I encourage you to walk with the Lord every single day, and that reminds me of uh, one of the lines of, of my song, Walk With You. And I encourage you to go listen to it if you haven't. And, and that's that was just the heart of that song. Just walking with him and being closer to him every single day. I I remember this other hymn in the garden, you know, just being in the garden with him, you know, just cultivating that place of intimacy, there is so much that God has called us out of. He called us out of darkness into light. And I tell you, there is a whole new world to be experienced walking with Him if we learn to do life with Him and take it beyond observances to really, really seeking His face just because of Him, not because we're looking for anything, or in particular, or wanting him to fix our lives or our problems. He will, he will, but it doesn't mean that in seasons of trials I'm spending more time with God. And when everything is going well, I'm not showing up anymore, you know, which again, coming from West Africa, we see a lot. Um, happens, right? Because people are drawn to God by their trials and then things get okay and like, okay, I'm good now. Thank you, God, for your help then. No, it is readings it is of grace, of walking with him and just getting to know his heart, getting to know his mind and walking in that, you know, for the sake of it, for the sake rather of him. And finally, gets to know him. You know, Second um, Peter verse, Second Peter chapter one from verses three to four says, "Everything that goes into a life of pleasing God has been miraculously given us by getting to know personally and intimately the One who invited us to God. The best invitation we ever." received i'm gonna stop there and that's uh, verse three wow and i believe this from the passion translation right it says everything that goes into a life of pleasing god has been miraculously given to us by getting to know personally and intimately the one who invited us to god so as we get to know him more, know him, we begin to walk more and more in our divine inheritance in God. You know, it is indeed the best invitation we ever received. Now the word "know" or "knowledge" used here is translated as "epignosis," meaning full discernment and acknowledgments. That means, in in lay terms, that this means your knowledge of him moves away from just information, genosco, which we talked about, to a heart revelation, to understanding, to discernment, right? That now translates into wisdom because it moderates how you do your life day to day, how you live your life, the decisions you make. As a believer, our desire should be to know him every single day, to get to know him more, to get to know him more. And, you know, as we get to know him more, I believe our response becomes like that of the 24 elders in heaven that you just really get down on your face because you look at this God and you're like, how great thou art, how awesome thou art, you know. Okay, I just went into King James speak right now, but you look at him and and you think about how great he is and and the majesty and that the fact that he he considered lowly us, you know, as the psalmist says, "What is man that you are mindful of him, the son of man, that you will even be do business with him?" I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. But God is so mighty, you know, and we need to be intentional about getting to know him. And you know the funny thing, as we get to know him, right, it becomes like a cycle that repeats itself. We keep inviting him into every space. We show up, we establish those rhythms, you know, we walk with him, we get to know him and and it just keeps going on and on and on because... As a believer in Christ Jesus, we should be growing year on year, every single day in our walk with Jesus because it is a lifetime of relationship, a lifetime, you know. And when I think about lifetime in this context, it's not just only within our F days, but onto eternity, you know this relationship is worth investing in because it's never going to end. You know, I always just picture, you know, the day that I, I do pass on, you know, picturing the fact that, you know, I have known him on this earth, you know, and then I'm just going to be continuing that walk with him. And I'm going to know him so much more because Bible says that we will know Him as we are known, you know, it's such a beautiful promise to never, ever, ever walk alone. That we have Jesus, we have the presence of His Spirit, and we have His love. You know, just to know Him, to continue walking with Him every single day. I pray that that will be the desire of your heart. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to today's teaching. We hope you were blessed and are refreshed as you listened. If you're considering supporting Mountain Springs Church in any way by giving, prayers, or being a part of our launch team, please contact us at info at or follow us on Instagram or Facebook at mountainspringschurch.ca. Thank you for listening today and God bless you.